0: That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
1: President Biden at the U.N.
2: The threat of climate, democracy, preparing for the next pandemic.
1: Search for Gabby Petito's fiance. We certainly think Brian has some explaining to do. Supply chain backlog. If you're shopping for the holidays, start now. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. From the global pandemic to climate change and the chaotic end to the war in Afghanistan, President Biden is dealing with it all at the United Nations. And as CBS's Nancy Cordes reports, today he'll make his first address as president to the U.N. General Assembly.
2: President Biden was greeted by the U.N. Secretary General, who zoomed past pleasantries into tough talk telling reporters that the relationship between the U.S. and China is completely dysfunctional.
1: We need to reestablish a functional relationship. At the
2: same time, France's foreign minister was unloading on the White House for secretly negotiating a contract to provide Australia with nuclear-powered submarines. Negating a $66 billion deal France cut with Australia, the diplomatic tension is a turnabout for President Biden, who earlier this summer was being hailed by the French as a welcome change of pace. Today, President Biden will try to turn the page, calling for intensive diplomacy to combat climate change and COVID-19.
1: Johnson and Johnson says its one-shot vaccine showed strong protection against the Delta variant of the coronavirus even after six months, and a boost. Booster shot two months after the first provides 94% protection against symptomatic infection. And a second dose six months after the first delivered a 12-fold increase in antibodies. Well, CBS's Dr. David Agus says it's now estimated this pandemic has killed as many Americans as did the 1918 Spanish flu. More than 675,000. The United States was one of the first to have a major
0: rollout of vaccines. And then the problem is we stalled. We're in the mid-50% range at 54% now of the country with uh, two vaccinations or one of the J&J vaccine. And that's too low a number to block spread of the Delta variant.
1: Scenes from the southern border. Agents on horseback rounding up Haitian migrants near a bridge in Del Rio, Texas. CBS's Manuel Borges says the situation has brought out critics in both political parties. Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas issued this stark warning. If you come to the United States illegally, you will be returned.
0: And in one case, an agent on horseback can be seen grabbing the shirt of a migrant, appearing to whip him. Some of the migrants who do qualify for asylum have been allowed in like Rolder Valsan. And why did you leave? Por que saliste de Haiti? Seguridad. There's no security in Haiti. Javier Martinez Jr. is a lifelong resident of Del Rio. He says citizens in his city fear possible shortages of medical care. We are a population of 35,000 or more. Now we're accommodating over 10, 13,000 more. Our shelves are being a little empty now.
1: Authorities in Florida are still looking for Brian Laundrie, the fiancé of Gabby Petito, a body matching her Description was found over the weekend in Wyoming. CBS's Eureka Duncan says a timeline is emerging from a police search warrant.
2: It describes an odd text message on August 27th from Petito's phone to her mother asking to help Stan. Her mother became concerned because she never referred to Stan, her grandfather, by his first name. From that point on, her phone was no longer operational, and she stopped posting on social media, something her family said was not normal behavior. I'd like to report a domestic dispute.
0: Florida license plate, White Land. Two
2: weeks earlier, there was this 911 call made on August 12th.
0: We drove by and a gentleman was slapping the girl, Keith proceeded to hit her, and they drove off.
2: Police body cam video shows the immediate aftermath of that call. We'd
0: have been fighting morning, and, and he wouldn't let me in the car before.
2: Neither party wanted to file charges, and police did not.
1: A San Antonio doctor says he performed an abortion in violation of a new Texas law. He wrote about it in the Washington Post, daring people to sue him. Two people who live out of state have now done that. In Arkansas, former lawyer Oscar Stilley says he's not opposed to abortion, but wants a court to review the law.
0: I want true justice. I want to lay the facts in front of a court and get a decision. And if anybody's displeased, take it up. Let's get a decision from an appellate court. And if you want to take it up from there, let's do it.
1: The other lawsuit from a Chicago man calls the law a form of government overreach. Six years after a string of problems prompted an end to executions in Oklahoma, the state is now set to resume them, scheduling seven lethal injections beginning late next month. Among those set to be put to death is an inmate who just had his sentence commuted to life by the state's parole board. Well, the pandemic has helped drive up prices and foul up the supply chain. CBS's Carter Evans says part of the problem is a sea of trouble at two ports in Southern California that handle 40% of the country's imports.
0: It's an L.A. traffic jam in the Pacific. 70 cargo ships carrying everything from furniture and electronics to holiday toys are just waiting to get into the ports of L.A. and Long Beach. L.A. Port Director Gene Sirocco says shipping traffic is up 50% from pre-pandemic levels. The American consumer's buying strength is so strong and epic. We can't absorb all this cargo into the domestic supply chain. That means you're not going to find the product you want as quickly as normal. Bob Biesterfeld, CEO of shipping logistics company C.H. Robinson, says major retailers are paying for planes to fly in goods from overseas.
1: We expect there will be more bare shelves for the holiday season than people may be accustomed to.
0: Even next year's holiday gifts may be in jeopardy. The economic logjam could continue until the end of 2022. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles.
1: Canadian voters gave Prime Minister Trudeau's Liberal Party a victory in parliamentary elections, winning the most seats but failing to claim a majority. Down under, drought, fires and development have cost Australia 30% of its koala population over the last three years. Deborah Tabart of the Australian Koala Foundation says it's estimated more than 20,000 have died over that period.
2: The drought over the last 10 years has just had this cumulative effect. River systems completely dry for years. River red gums, which are the lifeblood of koalas, dead.
1: She says Australia needs new laws to protect koalas. Surviving members of a rock trio say some are trying to profit off their loss. (laughs)
0: ZZ Top is cracking down on people looking to cash in on the death of bassist Dusty Hill with unauthorized merchandise. The band released a statement saying items that say such things
2: as R.I.P. Dusty or Thank You Dusty are not approved by the band or Hill's family. ZZ
0: Top says they're saddened by Hill's death and they'll protect Hill and themselves to the fullest extent of the law. Hill died in July at the age of 72. Stacey Lynn, CBS News.
1: A man who used a brand-new video camera to record a stunning piece of history in 1991 has died. George Holiday shot the nighttime video that showed four white L.A. police officers beating black man Rodney King. It turned out to be key evidence in the trial of the officers. Holiday, who was 61, died of COVID complications. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. <laughs>
2: and not the man pulling the strings. Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels- There are murders in all of the books. That she was playing them out in real life?